Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talks. It's just me on here today, Stacy, your host. And we're going to talk about this really interesting and sometimes oversimplified topic called manifestation. And some people hate that word, and I get it. I get it. It's this like hot button word, and it means so many different things. And I guess what I want to do is break down my specific process and let you know how it works in my body and my sphere. Because I think it's important to share examples, but you're going to have your own way that you manifest and work with your body to make your dreams come true. So a really quick definition is just manifestation is the process that you are communicating with life to make your dreams happen, to bring them forth into reality. And some people say like really casually, you know, something really good happens to them. They get their dream job. They buy a new car, whatever. I manifested that. So we're going to talk about what it means to manifest. And again, This is my specific process, not yours. But I'm going to take a real life example that's happened within the last month. And that is I'm switching offices. So just a little backstory. At the end of 2020, I shut down my business that I had. And it was really devastating because In January of 2020, I had two offices, one in Salt Lake. I was working at a women's networking place called The Wave. That shut down. And then by the end of the year, my other business in Orem had shut down, and that one was called The Peaceful You. And I had a business partner, and we had been going for about seven or more years. We were running a multi-office room. We had students. We had things going. I was running community spaces. I was running a Diksha group, which was giving spiritual blessings. I was running this women's circle, which was dwindling. But just like all of this bigness inside of me and this capacity to hold community spaces and share and just, I would call it stewardship. All of that capacity in me had completely shut down by the end of 2020. I didn't have either business in Salt Lake or Orem. All of my community spaces were gone. And I was really reevaluating what it even meant to show up in community because I didn't like some of the ways that I was showing up. After all the trauma that had happened, the isolation, the separation, I was really deep diving community spaces, healing groups in general, and deconstructing some things that I had done in the past, like cultural appropriation and different dynamics that were present in groups and in my business and relationships with clients. And so when people talk about being dissected layer at a time, that was me. So what I did in early 2021 is I just found a room in a counseling clinic And I rented out a single room and I have just been holding that position. And what that looks like for my brain is every time I'd want to adjust something in this larger shared space, I would pull back and I would reserve because it wasn't my space to control. And that was kind of 
the need to control or the codependency that I had in other relationship dynamics, I just said, nope, you're renting a room. You're a part of, you know, you're just in charge of this room, this space. That's the only thing that you're allowed to manipulate to control right now as a practice. And I've sat with that for two years and every day it's been very hard because my bigness and my capacity to run a space and to bring so much warmth and joy and my own spin on it, I, I, I just was holding that inside of my body. And that's a really important detail because that's where the manifestation starts. Instead of me outwardly controlling that space that I wanted to do, I was staying within my own lane and my own boundary. And instead, I was putting all of those ideas that I had in an inner catalog inside of me. I would say, oh, you want this to be in this space, but it's not your space. So just save that. And one day when you get your space again, you can make that happen. And I've just been doing that for about two years is just staying small and staying contained because I've needed to build up strength and I've needed to, to really stabilize and feel capable again and learn how to navigate the world again. Because the thing is, COVID's never going away. It's just mutating. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So I have to learn how to operate within this new paradigm, as have we all had to do. Some people just have had to do it a little bit more than others. And I would, and I would say that my life definitely turned upside down. I've known that I've needed to find a new space since actually the time that I rented in this counseling clinic. It was a very temporary space. And that's something that I was even talking about openly with everybody that I shared the office with. You know, it was not my home. It was a temporary space. But the weird thing about the place that I'm in with the world right now is when it is time for me to leave it's time. And so I was kind of dragging my feet the last maybe five or six months of staying there and looking really casually for new spaces. I was just browsing. And why I was doing this is I was trying to create a parameter. Like, okay, what is the rental market like right now? What kind of space do I think I could move into? What feels good as far as location? And I have a clientele base that comes from far and wide, like not everybody's coming from the same location. And when I'm thinking about finding a new office, it's a very multi-layered decision that affects a lot of people. And ultimately, I have to be the one that's pleased with it and feeling comfortable. But, but part of that ease and comfort includes my clientele. You know, they matter to me. They, these people, they're just really dear to me. I don't know how to label it because it's not like we're friends hanging out all the time, but it's it's a very personal relationship that I have with all of these people. And in exchange for the work that I help them do for themselves, I, I get paid. And so there is, you know, dynamic, but they literally help me make my way in the world. And I do that in turn for them just with helping them sort out things with their bodies and nervous systems. So it's, 
it's a very intimate relationship and I and I care about the environment that they're in and I care about the environment that I'm in so that I can, you know, do my job really intentionally. And location was probably the hardest part of trying to find a new office. So what I did to narrow down my search, and this was five or six months ago, I wrote down some rules. I need it between this price range. I need it between this distance, this place to this place. I need a room that has a window because I use smoke in my practice and I need it to be really accessible. I currently don't have anybody that needs a lot of accessibility, but I I temporarily always will have clients who will either be post-surgery or with crutches or with different levels of ableism. And that's important to understand when you're working with a body worker is most people come to get a session and they have got needs that are outside of what society has deemed as normal and able-bodied. So there's a lot of things that I was really specific on. And and there were also things that I said, I can be flexible here. For example, here's a distance range, here's a price range. And then there were other things that were really specific. And in looking for a place I wasn't finding a lot within my parameters. And so I wasn't making any, you know, choices. Well, then Q in the universe hits up and it gives me an end date. All of a sudden, you know, the chips fall and a person in the office gave in her notice. And so that therefore it gave everybody their notice as well. So we all now had an end date for when the office was going to close because this was just a temporary holding space for all of us. Anyway, I all of a sudden had a date where I needed to find a new office and I had been casually looking for months. So this increased the urgency in my body and all of a sudden my body went into a little panic and I had to come apart. I had a couple of heart-to-heart conversations with friends where I was like, listen, I need support right now. I am struggling. I've got an end date. I've been casually looking for months, as you know, and not finding anything. And now I really have to find something by this time. And I was met with a lot of love and support back. And not only that, I was met with solutions and people really meeting me where I was at and encouraging me to grow and expand. And I want to explain that a little bit further. So as the pressure's increasing with this end date, I start getting really small and contained and not small in a bad way, but like a cocoon. So I'm saying no to social engagements. I'm not responding to texts that aren't really immediate, require my immediate attention. I'm also not engaging with things that will trigger my trauma. So I had a family event and I had to say no to that, which was really hard to do, but I knew that it would trigger some of my past trauma and I don't need any additional 
detours at this time. I just need to stay in my own lane and concentrate my energy on this creation of finding an office. And so I had to say no to a couple of people that was hard to do. I started going for making more intentional time with being outside and being grounded because I really needed to support myself in foundational ways. So outside time was increased, moving my body increased, following with more rigidity and rigor, my personal schedules of like my morning routine, my night routine, things that would just signal to my body, you're being safe, you're being cared for, and you're okay, and you're grounded and supported, and not wasting any time on things that weren't in support of me. Meanwhile, because I've reached out to my community, I've got people, additional eyes looking for office places, and I've got additional brains seeking out creative solutions. And that was really helpful because I felt this web of support. And I think people need to do that when they're trying to bring something into the world that's bigger than them. And especially like a community space, you know, where a lot of people will be coming to my office. I want it to be something that, that feels safe and, and feels accessible to a lot of people. So anyway, it's getting closer to the time and I am just, again, I'm coming up short with solutions and I've got a really great friend. She's been on the podcast several times, Lacey. Lacey is my go-to project manager. (laughs) Um, She has been helping me tirelessly by being my cheerleader, by talking options and solutions and understanding what is holding me back. And one thing that was really holding me back was this idea that I needed to keep shrinking. So my internal system says, if you're not finding what you want based on your parameters, start compromising, start looking at places that don't meet that and lowering your standards. And she saw that immediately and she called it out and she said, no, don't go smaller, think bigger. And I needed somebody to point that out and I needed somebody to see me in my struggle to say, that is not the way anymore. We're not shrinking, we're expanding and we're getting bigger. And something in the way of how she communicated it to me, it was like a pressure release, like a valve. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, I have been shrinking for so long and being small for so long that the idea of expansion actually feels liberating. And so what that looked like is it completely rerouted my manifestation process. So all these perimeters that I now had were expanded. And so the first thing I did was I said, okay, if I have to expand, what's a creative solution? Well, maybe finding somebody that wants to share an office or finding people that might want to rent it out for workshops or classes or community space. Really now I'm exercising my network, right? And I'm thinking bigger. And 
I kid you not, I wrote down three people's name on a piece of paper of people that I wanted to work with. And one of those people was just like, I'm open, I'm ready. I've been looking for an opportunity. I've been asking for this. I feel zero resistance in my body. I'm ready to sign up today. From the time we had a meeting, I want to say Monday or Tuesday, I found the office on Friday. She saw it on Saturday. And then we signed the paperwork two days later. It was a matter of under a week. I went from no good options to securing an office. But I'm pointing that out because this was months in the making. If not, you know, a couple of years of just cataloging, okay, when I get an office, I really want to do this. Okay, remember this detail because this is important to me. So on this particular day, it was a Friday, I, I had three meetings to visit and tour spaces. And I just, I was so distraught because it's two weeks until, you know, well, a little more than two weeks, two and a half weeks until I have to move offices. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, out of solutions. I've, I've looked online. I've worked with property management teams. I've, I have friends looking, I've done a social media post. I've done all the right things. And there was this place that I almost didn't select because it was outside of my boundary, like my space boundary, my location boundary. And it was right edging the property line that I had laid out for myself. But I went to look because again, I'm expanding. And I walk in. And I just want to tell you how it felt in my body. Because this goes back to human design. I'm a manifesting generator. I can't tell you how many places I went to see more than 10. But online, dozens of places, high and low. But I walked into this place. And what I saw was possibility. And I felt this excitement. I felt all of a sudden I could see myself in the space. I could see workshops. I could see community offerings. I could see colors and warmth and plants. And I could see things that I had been wanting down to the south facing windows in the offices so that I can keep alive plants. And I saw my friends there. I saw my clients. I saw myself. And I noted how quiet the environment was. It's next to a church on one side. And so like just knowing that it's going to be pretty quiet six days a week is beautiful, is wonderful. And knowing that on you know, the busy day that it'll still be pretty quiet. There were just so many beautiful things, like a great view of Timp. That was just a gift, you know, Mount Timpanogos. Like I love walking out of an office or from the front windows of the office and just seeing the beautiful mountain landscape. There were just things that felt like really specific to me that I cared about and wanted Working with this new management company has been a breeze and a gift. And having people show up and say, 
Like, hey, do you need help with a deposit? Hey, do you need help with furniture? Here's what I can offer as far as, you know, if you need your vinyling for your front door, if you need signage, come help me. Like, people have been showing up with generosity. And it's almost overwhelming. Like, it's filling my brim so full. And all this time that I've been shrinking and cocooning and staying small, it's been okay. It's been necessary. But with every cycle, you also get a chance to contract and then expand. And so now is my expansion or my rise. And I'm receiving all of this support. And it's not just an individual journey. It's a community journey. It's a community space. And I'm feeling people are ready for it. And they're ready to see me rise and they're ready to come along for the ride with me because it's a collaboration. And so when I say I manifested an office, I did. And I stayed under budget is the funny thing about it. And it's a bigger, more beautiful space than I had envisioned. And I'm getting exactly what I want down to details that I didn't even know to name on my wish list. And I received help from people and they showed up in bigger ways than I would have known because I don't know what every single person has to offer or what they could contribute, but they're showing up and they're saying, I want to be a part of this and I want to help you. And I see you and here's what I've got. But that ability to be open to others has also been tremendous. And so I guess why I'm sharing this process with you is because we need to know that creating a reality that you want to live in, creating a world that you want to live in does start with you. It definitely starts with you. But it also includes a lot of other people and pieces and discipline and groundedness and committing to yourself and saying no to things that don't match and also saying no to invitations that stir up your own drama and trauma and really staying intentional within your being and protecting yourself with a lot of love and support. And it's possible to make things appear out of nowhere because you just actually have to find it and align with it. And sometimes we can get really overwhelmed and things can feel really big. And it's valid because they are. But there are moments of synchronicity, of kismet, of collaboration, of possibility, of miracle that happen, dancing with the divine. It happens. And when it happens, it feels really good and it feels really beautiful. And there's a lot of time that it doesn't happen. And that's okay too, because I've spent a lot of time with my nose to the ground, just minding my own business. And I love those times for myself. I do. I love my processes. And I think mapping out this manifestation process for getting this bigger office has been an important journey for me because 
this is a repeatable pattern that my body does. Like this is something that I do and I need to know it for myself. And I also feel like it's important to share with other people so that they can find their own process and maybe draw parallels from what happens, you know, in my life and within my story, but you're going to have your own cool spins and maybe your freak out is going to be different than my freak out. My freak out just means I start crying and (laughs) throwing a fit, throwing a tantrum at the universe. And then I pull myself back together again and I piece it really carefully and tenderly with my support system. And I know they've got my back, just like how I have their backs when they need help. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I hope I am. And I hope that the next time that you have a dream to put something out into the world that instead of compromising or thinking smaller, I hope that you can take the leap and expand. And I hope that you can be met with that expansion with a lot of love and support. I know there's a lot of, you know, positive affirmation quotes running around. Like if, if your dreams don't scare you, think bigger and you know, we hear those things, but it's a lot different living them and actually moving in that kind of momentum. And I just wanted to show you what that looked like for me with getting a new office space. And thank you for joining us on this episode. If you enjoy listening to Tent Talks, leave us a review, support us and subscribe. Another thing, if you'd like to have communication with us and reach out about anything, being a guest on the podcast or commenting on any of our episodes, we'd love to hear from you. We are active on Instagram at Tent Talks Podcast. We're also available via email at tenttalks111 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We love bringing this podcast forward and we're hoping that it's something that people are enjoying and getting benefit from. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on Tent Talks.